0: Title again. I'm
1: that little lady, a little money.
2: Is it rolling, Bob? Okay. Howdy, folks. Scarber dude. On a uh, Monday, it was sunny. Yeah, clouds rolled in, or overcast sky, looks like snow. It is um, the 7th of December. I'm sitting in Sal, sorting through my binders. Um, What I had done is in the house I had two binders, one of all the letters that are actually going into the book. Yeah, sorry, okay, that's the topic, stick with it. There I am. Uh, And the other was possibles, possibilities, right? And those are letters that I'd taken out of various other binders to put in. And they go, I'll think about it, read it, see if there's something in there that, you know, is interesting enough. So I'm up to page 350-something already. And I've come back to the van today where I've kept all the other letters. This has become my working space, my storage, everything else. And I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight binders packed with letters. Eight binders organized like Bruce from the 70s, uh, Bruce 80 to 82, Bruce 83 to 86, Bruce 91 to 2008. Oh, and there's another one, Bruce 87 to 90. Like, holy fuck! There is just so much material. And what I've got in there now, I like. Like, I know, it it may seem, how could I know? How could I judge? But I know it's good. I know it's interesting. I know it's worthwhile. But then to come out and look at all the other things that these are, they're all filed in plastic sleeves, you know, see-through sleeves in three-wing binders. And to start flipping through and think, oh, oh, that's an, oh, that was a time. Oh, there's a trip I made across Canada back in 1979. Oh, yeah. That's good. Oh, and I'm actually talking about camping in Saskatchewan. Yeah, I got it. Oh, I got to have that one in. And then you find another one. You've just got to Ottawa. My cousin Dave is just building his house. Or no, this one I'm working in. Oh, North Vancouver, and just, it's stuff (laughs) that I fear. No, listen, I, you know, I was limiting myself to 400 pages, but this just might be just too fucking thick. It, It maybe needs a couple of volumes. I think, oh my God, I do not want to start over. It's not like they're in sequential order, but there is enough for two volumes. No, I don't want to do that. But I really, I just hate to leave out some of this stuff. Uh, You know, and and I'm, I mean, I'm being strict. Anything that just, no, no, that's a bit of a dull read. No, that's a bit repetitious. No. I'm taking that out. I'm, I'm not including that. But this, just this flip through the time of the 70s, and I guess, again, it's, for me, it just, it's whole parts of the brain come alive. The visual images in my mind, as I read that and can recollect, oh, yeah, that's what I would have been writing there. Oh, yeah, that was that car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was Judy. It just, oh, it just... uh I don't know. Uh, so I, I forced myself to turn on this podcaster to get me out of, take me out of here, take me away from this, put me in another place. And yet here I am talking to you and I'm still back at the letters. I can't escape it now. It's become all consuming. But this is the way somebody who's an artist, somebody who's a painter, somebody who's working on a poem, working on a song, you can't let it go. It, it's, it, it's a thing that has to be done. I even talked to my wife. Yeah, I had a, my wife, now, Cole. Um, she, she hounds me a little bit for just getting exercise. Like she just sees me sitting there all day, you know, typing these things, dictating them, editing. And so yesterday it was Sunday. I knew I've got to get out. I've got to get out. So I asked her to come with me on the walk. I took doing the last podcast, uh, that one in, uh, Uh, Cliff View Park in Pickering. So I walked for a full hour yesterday. That was good. Got exercise, got a lovely picture of both of us, posted it on my blog for the Dixon Jane zine. Um, And I'm happy about that, and I have to do, continue to do more of that because when you're doing something that's sort of all-consuming, you neglect a lot of other things that maybe you should be doing too. I suppose I could have just stopped doing these podcasts um, entirely for this period. Say, hey, I'm taking time out, excuse me, uh, to just finish off this book. But anyway... I guess it's also a sense of being a little disciplined. Like, I have a thing to do. I have a project to finish, and it's got to be finished in this month, December. And I want to feel good about it. And so the job was okay, now I'm down to maybe one or two more letters that I want to include. The thing is, I ended the last couple of letters, have been quite positive space. Uh, the trip to the Saddle Island with Nelco right into my mother, after my father died, 1993, talking about buying a fax modem and how exciting that was. And so I want to have that in. I want to end it sort of with the technology that changes everything. So I've got to, you know, I want to end with those things. But now I'm finding these things from 93, 98, um, sorry, 70, Five, seventy-eight, seventy-six. That I want to fit back in. You see, I can't. I can't escape it. I can't. There's nothing else happening in my life other than this, and and other and also this. Just this overall time. I keep talking about of this contentment. You know, things are sort of calm in the house. We've got the two cats. You know, Torla's back. Difference of opinion about where we should put his bed. Nelka put it in front of the house. I put it in the back. We'll sort that out. Um. I see Eric and Rochelle got a cat. I, I don't think they are yet understanding of cats. And to the point where if you understand cats, you realize you have to be their servants. They are on a higher plane than we are. And you have to sort of just accept that. Okay. Um. And so any talk of, you know, a cat, no, it's, each cat has a unique personality. Uh, um, and so, but I, I think I could tell, certainly from hearing uh, Eric in particular, yeah, he he's going to get cats. He's going to understand that these are very interesting creatures. So uh, good on them for doing that. Eric, if you're listening, uh, don't ever mention... The word declawing a cat, number one, it's illegal now, but it's just, it's the cruelest, most awful thing. You don't even want to put that idea in anybody's head, except the fact that the cat is going to wreck a lot of your furniture. Just, just live with it. Hey, that's the price you pay for having a cat. And uh, letting them out, boy, you want to really make sure they know their way back home and you you sort of reward them when they come in, you know, give them a little treat, give them a nice rub, make sure that it's, oh, this is, oh, I'm glad I went through that door. You want them to really feel that, you know, to know. Oh, yeah, I want to get back here. Uh, I worry about my cat. You know, in the summer she's out all night sometimes. But uh, so when she comes in, yeah, she is. Uh, she's happy to be back. All right, there. That was a different topic. Uh, there is something else in the way of topics. Don't want to get into news. Giuliani's in hospital. With COVID, like yeah, saw the pictures, no masks, talking to everybody, racing around the country. I mean, what a what a sad state. Like, what sort of spell does Trump have over these people? Like, what's Jesus? Can't they turn around and say, "Hey, fuck you, Trump!" Jesus Christ, man. And him doing, and it's a pathetic. It's a what a what a. I mean, he was probably. I don't know. Wasn't it one time? Didn't didn't people sort of respect him at one point? Just what a sad fucking ending. <sighs> yeah, there's that. There's all the other people really, really being fed up with COVID. And, uh, you know, the loss of business and not seeing family for Christmas and all the stuff getting to them. And then yet the numbers keep climbing because people aren't obeying the rules. And we live in a society... You know, I had this conversation with Nelko yesterday. It's not like China where they can just tell you what to do and make you do it, to lock you up. We don't live like that in a democracy. We just try and tell people. And I always argue it's all about education. You don't have a chance unless you educate all the people in a good public education system. And she says, Yeah, but America has the best schools. And I'm saying, yeah, only for the rich. The public school system is shit. In a lot of places, I know, there are good teachers, good schools out there. I don't mean everybody. All the time, i got I got American listeners. Got to be careful. But I just mean, in any culture, society, you have to have a really high standard of education from the beginning, from daycare on, the way they probably do in Scandinavia, the way they certainly do in Japan. And you just have to have a little discipline. And sometimes it's a stupid fucking parent's. And you just have to have a little more authority. Like in Japan, you know, the the parents respect the teachers. We don't have that here. And there's probably a lot of teachers I wouldn't respect either. Hey, it's a job. I got a union. You know? Uh, Why get into that shit? Am I just filling time here? Yeah, probably. I'm going to get back to my letters. That's what I'm going to do. This is just an introduction to Dixon Jeans, number 821. And, um, yeah, I just, I just, I gotta get this done. So uh, a couple more letters here and I'll just see where they fit. And I'll, I just, I'm, I'm all of it. I'm, I'm going by tuition and yet I've, I've got a lot of experience. So I'm very organized on this in terms of every envelope or picture, the envelope and maybe the letter gets photographed, gets exported from my iPhone back into him, gets labeled a certain way, you know, the year, the month, who it's to. So they're all, I can find everything at a glance. Every letter that gets in the book gets into the one binder. Um, I, I even wrote the blurb for the back. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll read the blurb to you. How about that? That's a change. And yet it's the same topic. <laughs> so we're not escaping it. But I, I was kind of pleased. Uh, the book is now, we are no longer using... Um, now, here, this. Uh, that worked for a while, but it's we've gone back to the title that it's been for years, Waiting for Now. Okay? So on the back cover, the blur will be, Ken started writing this book more than 50 years ago while backpacking through Europe, comma and continued on over the years from Mexico, West Africa, Japan, and coast to coast in Canada. Detailed accounts of his adventures handwritten to friends and family, have been brought back to life on these pages, in expressions ranging from pure joy to loneliness, uncertainty, and hope. Along the way, the reader finds Ken in a variety of jobs and relationships, sometimes broke, but always enough for the next drink, a good meal, another dream. Uninhibited, painfully honest, intimate, and authentic. These letters will take you to places you've never been and may even lead to your own personal voyage of discovery. All right. I didn't hear the applause, but I kind of like that. I think that's a nice summing up. But I guess part of it I was also saying to Jason is the the act of doing, the act of writing, the act of doing the acknowledgments, doing the introduction, doing the how to read this book. uh, All that has been fun. This whole process has been good Uh, it's just it's 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 consuming it's all consuming but in a good way it's also energizing it's just making me feel alive and on top of things it's making me think the brain is just continually active on this thing it's not like this passively sitting watching something on tv i'm actually just engaged all the time and and that's a good thing when you get old all right we're going to end on that note Thank you very much for uh, your patience and your forgiveness. Scarborough Dude will be back sometime soon. Here's some here's some music, maybe. <laughs>
0: The he the his walls of stone. That he could stand on his and show, show to the people to worship him, Or he will wash away their sin. of the king of But when he heard it, he was so sick La 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 la
1: day.
0: Gang Gang, 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 gang Gang, 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 gang ng ng we will watch away the Never can was a bad
2: It was so, so beautiful. I know that song. It's uh, Quebec, Quebecois, and I, I love it. It's, um, I'm not in a Christmassy mood. I never am. Uh, usually Christmas Eve, I start to feel it, and that's when I st- I've been running out that day getting stocking stuffers and things. But uh, uh, this year will be different, and uh, <laughs> it, or, or it won't be different. I still don't feel Christmassy. We, I try. But it I'm not the one with that spark, you know it has to be somebody else doing it. If my elder son was back, uh he has a little more of that. would insist on it, but my my wife now does a good job like she does all the seasonal changes in the house, so suddenly you're looking oh, there's a new centerpiece she's made and and they're beautiful, and uh different plates come out, different uh. A runner on the table, you know, different colors. Things change, and it's not just Christmas. It's all the season. Something is coming up. Oh, the towels are different. So that's kind of nice. And I always tell my kids, hey, look what your mom's done. You know, pay attention. You know, the house looks different. She did that. And, uh, of course, got to remind myself. Yeah, so, listen, it's uh, December 10th, 2020. And uh, this is kind of a very special day, and I'm going to uh, get into that a little bit. I don't know what I recorded before here. Uh, I know it would have been about the book, and it would have been about, uh, I guess, cats, maybe to some extent. I did say that uh, Tora is back. I put his box out now that it's dry and he went straight into it and he tries to wash and groom himself. It, it's so sad because, I mean, clumps of fur just come out. Now, I made a, a point of not telling Naoko that Tor had been in the house for seven hours because she would have gone through the house with the vacuum and the duster and the, she just would have... Oh, it would have just called for a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff. Now, did I even mention... He was in the house? (laughs) It's hard to know when you're using all these different forms of social media. What, you know, which, okay, where did I say what? Uh, All right. I left the door open deliberately so that Tora could just come into the carpet and just, you know, wait for his meal. But instead, he came right into the house, went downstairs eventually, and hid for seven hours. And finally, fortunately, uh, I I had the door open a lot of the day on the cold winter day. So he could get out, and uh, eventually he did. And uh, is now in his basket that I've put back out there for him. And then now none the wiser. Uh, she probably hasn't been down to the basement yet. Maybe there'll be a big poop down there. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, I know when I went down the first time, it stunk. Like that cat, he's an old tomcat. And he just, he just smells. And, and clumps of fur fall out. Like he's in rough shape, but... I mean, he's there every day for his bowl of milk So we had that period when he disappeared And I figured, because he was hiding in our house That he got into somebody's house or garage or shed or something And might have got trapped there and was in hiding, you know, for a week uh, And then eventually got out And I've got to turn this down CBC, of course And so, uh, anyway, things are back to normal We have our cat back And uh, he's happy to have us And so on let me take a sip of my uh, nut-flavored <sighs> coffee. I th- I wanted to treat myself, so I've come out here. I'm staring at the binders and decided today, those binders, Bruce 70s, Bruce 80 to 82, Bruce 83 to 86, Bruce 89 to 90, Bruce 91 to 08, Joan and Les, Barbara and Richard, you know, all these are going back into the house. I'm going to have to find a spot for them, file them away, hide them away somewhere in my office, uh, because these are the, the letters, and these are the, these are the ones I haven't used. There's another binder thick uh, of the original letters that I used, and today I finished the book. Yes! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Applaud!
1: Yo-ho! yay! Woo! hee Good going, Ken! Yeah.
2: Thank you. Um, you're very excited about that. Last night I did the the final stage, and I, I love it because I, I've told you, if you've listened, I've put all the letters in random order. It starts in 75, the next thing it's 81, then it's 77, then it's, you know, something else. And it's just, they're just all these different cities, every one. So all you see in the index is the date and the city where it was written so there's a lot of cities there and then the letter shows up and I've actually got a photograph of the letter and they change from like almost scribble to typewritten letters to bits on scraps of paper so there's a picture that goes with every one and then last night I knew the plan I hatched this quite a while ago for those people who are you know would have trouble reading things in random order. and Would prefer to read. I want to know the first letter from 1969 from uh, somewhere in uh, Dover, I think, England, uh, and go in order right up to the very last one. So, in the index, with each date, there's a little number beside it in brackets, uh, seeing what what the order number is. So you would look at that and you say, "Oh, okay. Where's number number one? Okay, it's on page 57." Uh, so you'd flip the 57, you'd read the first letter, and go back to the index. All right, let's see, what's in letter number two? Oh, that's on page 211, damn it. Flip back. So, uh, you know, I've done it both ways. And that was fun. And that's all part of the creativity because I did it my way. This is this is an unusual book. I've got to tell you, and I'm going to say, and I know I've probably been hinting at this all along, I am very proud of what I have done. I am very proud of this book. It's uh, it's. This has been, well, you know, 50 years in the making. That's when the first letter was written, fifty over 50 years ago. But I've been struggling. And if you listen to this podcast, even a few years back, I would try to get advice. You know, well, how to do it? How am I going to do this? How am I going to tell my story? And I did not have the answer then. And the answer came with, you know, the tipping point was the bag of letters my sister handed me. Oh, my sister? Oh, yeah, I wrote to her in the 70s. Uh, and that was the tipping point to say, this is, this is the book. I've already written it. I just have to put it together. So I, I loved working in pages and I loved the formatting and the fonts and, and the defaults. Okay. If it's a return address, just click here and that'll align it to the right. And this amount of spacing and everything I sort of set up, I, I was Incredibly organized, but then I have to be that way for the Dixon Jane Zine. I mean, it's a nice-looking publication because that's something that I can do. There's a part of my character that's quite sloppy, and there's another part that's very, very detailed and organized. Even with this podcast, I'll always seem just—I just slap it together. I'm telling you, it's just down to the microsecond of where that song starts and and this piece ends ends, and the bell comes in and whatever. Uh, because I just, I need to do it that way. All right, so, number one, finished last night, got all that in order. Today I went through proofreading, and I submitted it to the publisher. I submitted it to Blurb, which put out the Kusel book, and said, uh, here you go. This is my book, one copy, please. Now, by the time it came back to me, and oh, it's ordered, ready to go. Here it is, you know, and they adjusted this and that, and everything worked out fine. I, you know, did export it all in PDF properly, cover separately these dimensions, and so on. Very specific on how you have to have these things sent in. (coughs) By the time I had priced that one book, uh, the total, including the shipping and including a PDF version they're going to send me, which I'll talk about, it came to ninety dollars, ninety dollars for one copy, and I was heartbroken. I said, "Well, that's that. I guess I'll just have to go digital, like Dixon Janes. You know, I'm going to have to put it up there and copy protect it somehow, and uh, so that people just can't download it and send it to their friends. You know, I'm going to have we're going to have to work something out. But damn it, I really want the book. And they give you an hour to cancel they give you actually three days but you know they're going to start processing this thing if you want a full refund and I, something doesn't seem right like how could it possibly have come to that amount of money I mean I include like $15 shipping $5 to $20 but still it was coming to almost you know a lot of money for one copy I can't make any more That'll be, it'll only be one copy of the book here you go Got one copy and I that's, that was not what I wanted so, I canceled. I canceled the order just in time. I, I thought about it. No, this and you know I'd convinced myself. Okay, so what? Ninety dollars. You got you got a book there. It's done, finished. End of it. But I was a little bit. My heart sank. Yeah, <coughs> it was going so well. It had to fall apart. So canceled it. And then start to think, well, you know, how could they have got the costs up that high? Well, sure enough, you know, when you go to order it, the defaults are slightly more expensive versions. Like, oh, no, you're going to get the color version. Well, even though there are color pictures in it, and this is going to be just black and white, simplest paper. uh, Now, the new one. Uh, because the new one came to seven fifty a copy, <laughs> so for thirty five dollars I'm getting two copies mailed to me, shipped uh instead of one copy for ninety dollars, I'm getting it, but it'll be black and white, which is what I want in the first page, but it's just you know there's a series of okay, check this, check this, check this, and I guess I just you know the default, and even though even when I tried to order the second time, that default kept going back to color. Yeah, and suddenly it's fifteen cents a page instead of one cent a page, you know. So anyway, uh, and I also got hold of somebody else, and they replied replied right away. It said, "I want, I don't want it. Cost they charge a lot of money for the shipping from California?" And I said, "No, I want them all shipped to me, and uh, a price break." So I am going to go ahead. I'm going to wait till I get this thing in. This one proof copy and read it And see if there's anything I want to change If the cover cover is really stinky uh, You know, alright, alright We're going to change that, easy enough uh, Rather than, although I was tempted I'll oh, just order them all now, I want them now uh, No So I'm going to wait on that, I'm going to wait till I get my inspection copy uh, And then uh, We'll order the uh, I am going to order 50 copies You get a bit of a discount And I'm going to have them shipped here so that friends who want it, you know, I meet in person. I hand you the book, twenty dollars. That's what I'm, I'm settling on. Fifteen US. So that's a deal for you people in the states. I'm telling you, twenty dollars Canadian. You know, no tax, none of this stuff. Just bam, here you go. And uh, but if I have to mail it to you, then I have to include the cost of shipping. You know, a little bit there. So um, that's it. But that is that is a big event, and I'm back to from that slump of oh my god, you know what happened what sort of an outfit am i dealing with although i will tell you this is a, this is a company called blurb they had another default button which i should have unclicked and it was we'll send you back a pdf version so you can do it online, so you can you know sell it online well i had already sent them a high profile very good copy pdf version in color looking great set up perfectly because i know what i'm doing I, I've done this before. I sent them that. They sent me back. I had my, you know, bam, here it is. Here's your PDF. Oh, by the way, no refunds on the PDF. You've already got it. As soon as you open it, you got it. All the pictures that I had were giant black images, like black. You, you click on the, but, the page and suddenly you get a title and then black because it's a, a, a JPEG image. And every letter, there are 81 letters total. Every single letter has a photo that goes with it. Those are going to be 81 blacks on the PDF. And I, you know, like that's just, hey, 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 come on, guys. You know, and, you, and you're making this, you know, I understand non refundable PDF because you cancel the rest of the order and just get that. But it doesn't make any sense because you've sent them a PDF. You know, you've already got it. So I should have unclicked that button, but I was thinking, oh, maybe they've set it up a neat way for, you know, Something extra here that will make it easily to present. I don't know. Anyway, my fault. So I'll I'll eat that money. I don't care. But I did get a refund on the ninety on the yeah you know, other eighty five dollars I sent. I hope. All right. So anyway, that's the big news. Now the second big thing today. While I'm at it, <coughs> excuse me. Let me get some coffee here. You you don't mind? But take a little break. Hmm? Uh, the second big thing is today is December 10th, as I mentioned. This is the day I'm supposed to get a call from Canada Post telling me what the fuck happened to the iPhone. Now, I don't think they're going to have an answer, but it might probably what it's going to be is, well, here are the next steps now. You've got to fill out this claim and try and get your insurance money back. Well, the poor guy, I feel so bad about this, and so... You know, it's one of those... In retrospect, things like holy fuck, why didn't you just go to UPS? They said, No, we package, we do everything, don't worry about it. And he would have had this phone a long time ago. And here it is a month later. This was ordered November thirteenth. I had it and was ready and shipped it to him. November thirteenth. Here it is, December tenth. No, don't know where it is. It's gone. Somewhere. And So I mean you can't blame the entire Canada Post institution but somebody either in there as a crook or somebody loading the airplanes loading the stuff onto a cargo section of a flight out at Pearson Airport somewhere somebody has taken that fucking phone and it just drives me nuts. like but surely there's a serial number that would have come that I don't have but he would he could have access to you'd be able to trace this thing uh, who would do that? You know, I, I don't know. And then from Canada Canada Post point of view, I'm thinking, well, I gotta prove I'm honest. Like what's to stop somebody from putting a dirty old iPhone three or something in a box, shipping it off, saying it was an iPhone twelve. Well, no, you couldn't do that Because like, then you're taking a chance it's stolen. That's kind of stupid. Like, what if they don't steal it? And you know. <laughs> you spend $107 sending an iPhone 3 to Japan. No, that doesn't work, does it? Anyway, I, I just, I'm just, it's sad. And and it's it's kind of hurt a friendship. I mean, he's got to be thinking, oh, why'd I ask Ken? If I'd asked somebody else in Canada, he would have used UPS and I would have had my phone long ago. So he's going to take a bite on that because if it's only a $1,000 insurance, and this, I know, costs more than that. Plus, he bought a watch strap to test the system first. That was in there. Uh, he'll reimburse me the $107 postage, and then I have to pay the new postage, of 150 or something. So, <sighs> fortunately, I, I have the feeling from the pictures he posts that this man is, uh, is quite wealthy. So, I mean, that softens the burn a little bit. Anyway, I guess that's it, folks. That's 17 minutes. That's my big news. Uh, I I am delighted that this got done. And, and it was that, that last push of, okay, okay. And knowing it was supposed to, you know, it's 396 pages. It had to be in under 400. They, they needed a number divisible by six, so they say. Uh, but anyway, it, it worked out just right. I had my, my I, the letter I finished with... I think I had mention of, uh, oh, never, I don't have to tell you the details. I want you to read the book. So, listen, if you listen to this podcast and you are interested, I will be ordering 50 copies. You send me a message so I can put your name down and say, I got to hold this for, uh, this guy over here because he wants his. You want to get in on that first run because who knows if I'll order, order more after that. There's no advantage for me ordering 100, there's no more of a discount on it. So, I won't do that. All right, enough said, I guess. Scarborough dude, on this uh, on this special day of uh, stuff. Oh, I got I got to hear from my accountant too. I, got, I filed year end. I should be getting money back from the government. That's uh, that's on the list. There are still things to do in real life. Oh, and Christmas cards. Damn it, yeah. I got beautiful Christmas card from Japan. I didn't realize that's really. What I should be doing today, uh, sending Christmas cards. So I guess I'm going to uh, sign off here. Somehow get these books into the house, uh, these binders, and uh, start on my next project. Because now it's just a question of waiting They say I'll get it before Christmas. Hope so. Um, and um, yeah, and start on whatever else. I guess now it's it's I should be into the cleanup stage of things. Scarborough Dude, signing out bye for now.
3: My wife got tired of me running round so she tried to keep me home. Well she broke my nose and hid my clothes, but I continued to roam. Then she finally hit my weak spot Threatened to throw my bottle out Well, from the basement to the rooftop Everybody could hear me shout Give me that wine Oh, give me that wine Yeah, give me that wine Cause I can't cut loose without my juice I got to have hot Lucy when I go walking, you know Well, one day while crossing the avenue A big car knocked me down While I was stretched out tying up traffic and crowds came for blocks around. Now the police were searching my pockets before they sent me to the funeral parlor. But when one of them cops took my bottle, Jack, I jumped straight up and commenced to holler. Give me that wine. Oh, give me that wine. Give me that wine. Cause I can't get well without muscatel. I only drink for medicinal purposes anyway. Well now one real dark and dreary night As I was staggering home to bed Well the bandit jumped from the shadows And put a blackjack side my head That cat took my watch, my ring, my money And I didn't make a sound But when he reached and got my bottle You could hear me for blocks around Give me that wine Oh give me that wine Give me that wine Beat my head out of shape But leave my grape Watch ring and money ain't nothing. Don't mess with my wine, Jim. Well, one day my house caught fire while I was laying down sleeping off a nap. And when I woke up, everything was burning with a pop and a crackle and a snap. Now the fireman chopped up my TV set and tore my apartment apart. But when he raised his axe to my bottle, I screamed with all my heart. Give me that wine. Oh, give me that wine. Give me that wine. So I can drink one toast before I roast No sense in going out half-baked, might as well be all to You could take all those Hollywood glamour girls Lana Turner, Rita Hayworth, Brigitte Bardot, and Lucille Ball And all them chicks and line them upside the wall Put a gigantic jug beside them and tell me to take my choice Or well, there'd be no doubt which one I chose The minute I raise my voice, give me that wine oh. Look fine, but I love my wine Now some folks like money Some like to dance and dine But I'll be happy what? If you give me that wine Give me that wine i that, that bottle. bottle Uh, yeah
1: I,
2: I'm back, I just found Something else I thought I might share With you Uh there are a lot of, you know, once you're online and you're talking about publishing, you're going to get ads. And there was a company called Friesen. I believe it's pronounced that way. Uh, F R I E S E N. And it's uh, all Canadian. And so I thought, oh, gee, I'd rather do that in a way, except the blurb is just do it yourself publishing. It's the cheapest route to go simple. But anyway, I saw this ad checked it out and then they take you through four categories of the amount of help they'll give you and the basic level for them to guide you through the whole process and get it marketed properly and you know to help you publish a book uh it's sort of like two thousand dollars buying in at the cheapest level for an editor and proofreader and tips and so on and then it goes up from there, you know, to, you know, you, you really want to get in the gold level publishing. I forget what their levels are called. It's kind of neat. It's it's very good marketing. But, I mean, I knew that's not for me. I'm not going to pay $2,000 because I'm not really – this is not a book that I'm thinking, oh, this is I'm going to make my fortune. I'm going to reach the whole world and sell this thing. This was always going to be a self-publishing thing. But anyway – um, I downloaded a, um, a publishing tip, a, a booklet that they have, an author's guide. Well, I'll probably find some good information here. And, of course, you have to include your cell phone number. And I immediately the next day I get a call back from this Friesen, And I'm going to um, read the email that I sent to them uh, after that phone call. All right. So this is me. Uh, writing shortly after receiving a call from Friesen. I believe they're based in Vancouver, or out west anyway. To whom it may concern, I saw an ad for Friesen, visited the website, and downloaded the author's guide. Thank you. In the process, I must have included my cell phone number, as I just received a call from a Friesen rep about 3 p.m. Toronto time. The lady on the line asked if I had some questions. I said I was a bit surprised at the costs of $1,000 for BASIC. She corrected me $2,000, and I replied, good-naturedly, that it seemed a lot, and I'd probably probably be better, self-publishing for the few copies I could expect to sell. I waited for a comeback, stating reasons why I might want to consider Friesen's assistance but was totally surprised when she simply hung up on me before I could even say thank you. I'm writing this as it really left me with a bad feeling about this company. If the rep didn't even have the courtesy to say, good luck, Ken, and thanks for your time, or anything in a friendly manner, what kind of service could I expect in future? Perhaps she was having a bad day, but really... For first contact, this was very uh, off-putting. Sincerely, Ken Bull. I just received the reply. Uh, I entitled it, A Bad Day Maybe, and of course it comes back, A Bad Day Maybe. Hi Ken, thank you for the email and the feedback. I apologize for the tone of the call, but it seems my line disconnected in the middle of me saying goodbye and offering to email you information if needed. I thought you had hung up on me. Ha ha. (laughs) Oh, good for her. Good recovery. (coughs) Of course, I'm here to answer questions. If you do want to explore the possibility of working with us, you can click this link and so on. Uh, and to clarify with Friesen Press you're still self-publishing but instead of doing everything yourself you're hiring us to manage everything for you our prices are much higher than the do-it-yourself options but you're getting much more support and professional help working with us let me know if there's something you'd like to discuss all the best so I'm satisfied with that reply Uh, you know well, maybe she did not hang up on me. Maybe she did get disconnected, and and that's fine. I, I, at least I got a reply. Had I not got a reply, even to my complaint, then I would have really, really said something bad about them. But uh, they are forgiven. Friesen's forgiven. But no, this is this be for somebody who's really clueless, doesn't know what they're doing on a computer, and and really needs needs help. Uh, I I to me the whole project was so much fun because I love doing the layout and the and all the crap I mentioned earlier. So clearly, I did not want uh, Friesen's help, especially not for $2,000 for the basic level. All right. Just thought I'd uh, share with you what sometimes old people have enough time to do. <laughs> because if you're young and busy, you don't even have the time to uh, to complain about service issues. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Check check check. Okay, boys and girls, this is it. This is the uh, the end of the podcast. The last home stretch. I'm a little behind schedule. It's, normally it's uh, i finished Thursday. Today is Friday, December 11th. Oh, my br- my brother's birthday. I've Got to call him. Um, I ended up yesterday. Um, oh, here's Kitty Cat. Uh, in the road trek, I'd podcast from there. I can't even remember. What I had accomplished that day, what I had done, what I'd shared with you, and, and it's only yesterday. My some of my friends say, you know, you worry too much about your memory, but uh, I don't think they really realize how uh, how vacant it uh, it is sometimes. You know, the the uh, it's not like the the memory the, uh, problem with Alzheimer's. You know, like where am I? Who are you? What am I doing? You know, where did I put my keys? It's, it's not like that. It's just. I guess because there's always something new that's coming along that's more interesting and just, you know, hey, yesterday's gone. I'm, I am, to a large degree, I like to think living in the moment. Now, I'll tell you, this moment is bloody cold because just as my wife left for work at 9 o'clock, she said, Ken, uh, furnace is not working, call somebody. And uh, I did. Call my regular guy. Ah, uh, regular guy. How often do you see a furnace guy? Uh, and he just said, "Hey, we're booked till February. Find somebody else." Bam, that was it. And sure enough, in my contacts, I have a little section, a subsection called Help, and it's plumber, electrician, and so on. I have another subsection just for doctors. Uh, but there was another company, McCowan, you know, furnace and heating, or whatever, heating and aircon, maybe. Uh, and they're sending a guy out today so this is good news. I did the usual check the fuse box, changed a fuse, turned the switch on and off you know banged the thermostat switched it on switched it off and nothing happened and it's probably something simple but you're still gonna pay a whole lot of money. I mean it starts at 140 bucks just for the guy to come and do a diagnosis before he even fixes but that's just part of home ownership Hey and if I can have a warm house tonight, uh, we'll all be happier than uh, than uh, if uh, if it's not fixed. So I'm I'm on top of that. Uh, last thing that happened yesterday, just as I was leaving the van, I had a full thing of coffee that I was really enjoying, and I knocked it over in haste, and it all went into my slippers. I have these really nice slippers that I I keep for the road trek. You know, they're all absorbent material kind of thing so of course they they took like bam the full shot of coffee so uh that was a little thing and and it it doesn't really matter and why did it even tell you uh because i had to get it out of my head that's what i do in this podcast i got to eliminate things that's gone okay shoes are in the washing machine they'll they'll dry out they'll get washed they will dry out that's done with bigger problem yeah the furnace but here's the here's the big news here's the big news for me anyway. Well, a couple of big news items. Tomorrow I'm going to be on a um, a YouTube channel uh, sponsored by or put out by um, the Sonar Network, the Sonar Network of podcasts. Now I've listened to one. I, I raved about, um, oh, what was it? Oh, something unbelievable. No, that wasn't it. Hang on, I got it here uh oh what's that here we are um come on oh real legitimate apocalypse i'm sorry real legitimate apocalypse so i'm going to give them a plug in and hey you know find go to the youtube sonar network channel and uh you can see me and as a dozen other people. I guess they're doing a twelve-day Christmas thing or twelve-hour marathon, whatever promotion. So I know I'm supposed to say something nice about Sonar, and um, then I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I, I'm I'm. It's a half hour with greater listenership or viewership than Dixon James will ever have. So I should make I'd take advantage of it, you know, and, and make it worthwhile. But the thing is, I really, I still just want to talk about my heroes, Timothy Leary, John Lennon, uh, you know, Allen Ginsberg. Because I feel they need repeating because there's a generation who, yeah, yeah, I know Jack Carroll. Yeah, he wrote that book uh, in the road or on the road or something, off the road. Yeah, but, you know, no, it's more than that. There's an importance to these people. But the bigger issue is, don't people have heroes themselves? And I think a lot of people don't even think in those terms. The celebrities. Everybody has favorite celebrities. But true heroes who've impacted your life, like Henry Miller. Um, so I feel I want to talk about that. And that might be really boring for a lot of people. And actually, it's supposed to be a lot of it is a comedy network. So, you know, I've got to start right off the bat saying, hey, I don't do comedy. You know, you uh, maybe you shouldn't have put me in this slot. But anyway, I'm doing it as a favor for uh, our good friend, uh Michael, and uh, I, I think it'll be kind of fun. It's kind of good for me to force myself because usually I just weasel out. No, no, not really. You know, I just had a, a text from a guy, one of the students from Centennial College who I went to Costa Rica with, and there was a, a group of uh, about eight of us. I guess and we were quite tight, and he said, you know, we should get together on a, you know, do a, a Zoom thing, just uh, link up, and just you know maybe over the holidays or because everybody's doing Zoom. Just just talk. And my first reaction is, no, no, I, I really don't want to do that. But the thing is, I really like those students. I really connected with them. And they saw me not just as a teacher at Centennial, but as somebody who was going to be open and honest and relate to them. It was a great little experience. And so it's these things, you know, sometimes you're morally, morally obliged, but not from other people's, morality or or telling you what to do but from your own inner sense of yes this is the right thing to do why would i not but there's another part of me i don't want to do anything you know the the it's it's not just laziness and it's maybe it's a little bit of withdrawal but it's also just like you know why? What, what 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 can be gained from that? What's and, and I think for people who are lonely or missing friends it's a wonderful thing, but I'm I don't feel I'm in that position. That's why I don't go to John Meadows thing um every second Wednesday hang out, uh which a lot of people are enjoying and you know I, I don't know. You know, and I think it says something wrong about me, but uh what the hell. Okay, so Um, the other topic I really want to talk about was the Vietnam War and not the war itself but how it impacted people my age because I don't think people know I I guess really I think he's titled it um, something about Ken's a 72-year-old podcaster and I said the the better title would be uh, Old Without Regrets and yet I feel a little defensive about that well if I'm going to talk about that I have to explain, well, in a way, because I I guess I represent boomer generation, I have to sort of talk about how things were easier for us to lead independent lives. And, and there is such a, I believe, and I could be completely wrong, but a, more of a pressure on conformity or... or Thinking practically and, you know, saving money and getting a job and a career and and much more pressure than uh, we ever had to face. So I may get into that. I don't know. Or maybe just uh, spontaneous, just go off on a tangent. Who knows? Anyway, I I hope you listen. Go to the uh, Sonar uh, YouTube channel and uh, you can see me for half an hour or all the other people who are going to be a lot funnier. All right, now, last piece. I think I don't know if I had finished yesterday, but finished the book? I think so. Well, not only did I finish it, but I uploaded it. Yeah, I must have told. Yeah, yeah, I told you that because, you know, I could get it. I found a cheaper way to get it done because they change the defaults that they give you. Um, I actually promoted it. It's actually up now. Originally, I just left it private. Nobody can see it. Nobody will find it. But I actually put it up for promotion. Hey, it's there. So on the listings of Blurb, if you go to, uh, you know, new listings, there is Waiting for Now, My Life in Letters, Ken Bowl. So, uh, yeah, that, my son was saying maybe he should have used another name like, you know, the Scarpa dude. I, I was very delighted. I had my son read out the Blurb. That I put on the back of the book and I had him read it out loud to me. I mean, I didn't force him to. I asked him to and he read it out loud. And it was really nice. We we actually shared a moment. He thought it was pretty good. And that was kind of an important connection because I, I sort of, I thank both of them uh, in the acknowledgements at the end of the book. Um but that it felt good for me to, and I and I thanked him for taking an interest in what his father's doing because uh, you know he really realized yeah dad you were really into this thing and i was thinking it was all almost all one motion once i started it just didn't stop until yesterday when i uploaded it so i am not um, you know you could find it but the problem with blurb is they charge a lot It's shipped from the states and they charge shipping and handling About $15 for the book. And I'm selling the book for $20. I will, if I sell a few, make a little bit of a a profit. Probably wouldn't cover the software I've used, but whatever. I don't need to justify that. I just think it's a $20. It's 400 pages, almost 396. Five cents a page. You know, come on. That's, it's a fair deal. And basically it's my entire life down on those pages. Um, But if you add $15 shipping on top of that it's it's not that's not good at all and i i can't even imagine what it is overseas maybe it's cheaper in the states uh, $15 us if you want to do it i've it's on my um, uh, you know whatchamacallit thing It's <laughs> used for collecting money name forget List escapes me but i know i have it uh, anyway, the thing is, what I'm telling people in the point of this message now, my God, do I wander. holy fucking, rein yourself in, man, rein yourself in. Um, I'm suggesting that you don't order online and pay that $15 shipping, that you order them directly from me. What I'm going to do, as soon as I get mine back, uh, probably, say, December 22nd, 23rd, I will go through it and look for any glaring errors. There's going to be, I mean, I deliberately typed a lot of words wrong. I spelled maybe M-E-B-E. So there's a lot of things that aren't mistakes. It's just the way I wrote letters back then. Um, But there might be something that's not quite right that really bugs me. And if there is, I can resubmit to change, you know, future editions, whatever. So my suggestion is hold off. And if after I've proofed it and I'm not satisfied, yeah, this is the one I want to go out. Uh, I'll order 50 copies and count on you, my Dixon James listeners, as, as one group. And I'll let some other friends know through, uh, you know, Twitter and uh, Instagram. And I don't know about Facebook. I just don't know if I want to reach that many people. I'm a little reluctant. Like I, I'm just, I'm most concerned about the people in Japan discovering another part of me the part they only know is ken the teacher who was such a nice guy and put out such a wonderful program for the students and to find out the kind of guy the bit of a dog i was when i was in nigeria for example and actually before that you know hanging out in strip bars and stuff it's you know it might soil my image so I'm, i'm not sure how widely i want to publicize this but here's the message Back to the point, Ken. Back to the point. If you are interested, you must email dixonjanes at gmail.com. Uh, D-I-C-K-S-N-J-A-N-E-S. Dixonjanes at gmail.com. And say, Ken, could you um, hold a copy for me? So that I have an idea, you know. And then I would uh, I get rid of these. Otherwise, I don't want to have 50 books sitting in my hand and nobody actually wants it. I assume there's a few people out there listening to this who may... But you're not obliged. And the only reason I'm, all, I'm doing it this way is just to save you on the postage. I'll go into the post office. I'll weigh it in a package and figure out how much it is. Uh, and then just add that on to the $20 to cover the postage. Um, and I can even autograph the book if you want. I can even sign it and I can send a personal message if I know you. All right? So there we go. That's it. Sounds like a shameless plug, but hey, man. I have spent my entire life waiting for this to happen, waiting for now. And this is now. This is it. I've waited. It's now. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of happy about that. I feel very productive. All right. I've used all my 15 minutes. I think I'm going to end with a song. I think I'm going to end with Let Me Roll It by Paul McCartney. I think it was in, in homage to uh, John Lennon who, uh, you know, passed away, passed away, was killed, brutally shot to death. Ah, and it's sad. Uh, and I, I still miss him. I, am sort of glad he lives on, uh, through social media, through Yoko, through Sean and Julian, uh, and his picture you see everywhere in the quotes, war is over if you want it. And, and all those things, I think I'll talk about John too on tomorrow's show. So, uh, yeah. All right. Scarber Dude signing off, uh, for the end of this podcast, uh, and, uh, Here we are going out with Paul McCartney. If you don't like Paul, you can just stop listening right now. Bye for now.